0: Welcome to The Passion Project. I'm your host, Samantha Lyons. Today I'm chatting with a good friend of mine, Charlotte Lightbody, also known as Miss Cake. For as long as I've known her, Charlotte has had a baking blog and a flair for 50s pin-up style. In 2019, she quit her job, packed her bags, and moved to Thailand for three months to pursue her passion of freelance writing. Welcome, Charlotte. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Split stick and I was like, oh wait, okay, yeah, well, no, it's go time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, put your face on. Let's go. Um, hi. <laughs> hi.
0: Okay, so Charlotte, you in the earlier part of 2019 or the mid part of 2019? Yeah. Packed your bags, put your life in a suitcase, and
1: you moved to Thailand. I did. Yeah. It seems like that was so long ago. Like it really, really does. That time flew so quickly. Yeah, I left, I think it was the end of May, so yeah, it kind of was a while ago, but um, yeah, I did. I packed everything up and left the job that I was doing in Auckland full-time, great job, great company, and was just like, I don't know, I just needed more, just needed something different, needed to shake my life up a little bit. And sometimes even when things, I feel like even when things are going really perfectly or really smoothly in life, I don't know, that's sometimes when I look at it and go, things are too good like Mm. job's good living situation is good family stuff is good like uh, no no i need to shake this up a bit like i need to do something drastic i need to challenge myself and so i quit my job and i started freelancing full-time writing content so doing a lot of articles and blog posts and website content and things like that Uh, for clients and I also at the same time as going freelance moved to Asia I moved to Thailand so I moved to Chiang Mai which is up in the north so yeah it was two very big crazy different awesome things at once
0: (laughs) nice so I have been to Thailand we spent about three weeks in Phuket amazing yes so when we moved from the UK to New Zealand it was a really long-ass flight yeah um, we decided that instead of doing it all at once and rushing to get here like we didn't have jobs here or anything like that Mm -hmm. so we didn't have anything to rush to get to Um, so we spent three weeks in Thailand and it was great and we had Thai food is so
1: good it's amazing they know how to cook really well and it's like when I say that I mean like they just they use so many vegetables there's Mm. so many fresh vegetables and meats and like really fresh noodles and things and it's so it's the most simple easy to find ingredients that they just like make magic with it and it's like how did you do this with like carrots and noodles and celery like why have you made this quite, like, simple things seem so magical and delicious. I don't know. I was always amazed with what they could do with the food over there. (laughs) I think they pack so
0: much flavour into a very small, simple dish. They do. Yeah. And they just have, I think because they are very much a people where there's a very big family and family unit and strength that way. And so you spend a lot of time in the kitchen with grandparents and you're kind of, you get pass down these beautiful recipes from generation to generation. So why
1: did you pick Thailand? I picked Thailand because I'd had a couple of friends who had previously done what I wanted to do there. And so I had spoken to them about doing the same thing. And it really opened up my eyes to, well actually this isn't as far away and exotic and unobtainable as I think it is. I could actually quit my job and go work there for a while because I know how it works because I had a couple of girlfriends who had done the same thing so yeah I just I picked Chiang Mai up in the north rather than somewhere like Bangkok because Chiang Mai is full of expats full of digital nomads full of entrepreneurial type people and so it's a city that's built for that sort of thing so it's it's there's a lot of co-working spaces and a lot of like the wifi is really good and the transport is really good to get around and it's cheap to live and it's cheap to eat It's just there's a lot of different people there from all over the world So it was relatively easy to make friends, you know, like short-term friends because obviously everyone's in a kind of um I'm about to leave next week, or you've got, you know, got so many people arriving and leaving each week that, you know, you'd meet one girl at, like, a meet-up lunch or something, and then they're gone the next week because they're on to the next place. So, yeah, that's why I chose Thailand. I just had never been before. I just wanted to do something a little bit different, and the idea of a massive, like, sprawling city like Bangkok just didn't appeal to me. I wanted to be in a city still, but something a little bit more smaller. Did you find that,
0: you know, with the meetups and things like that and people constantly being in transition, mm mm-hmm. Um, Did you find a community there or did you feel very alone?
1: It was a balance between the two for sure. When I first got there I felt a little bit alone as you would expect. You know I'm traveling alone. I'm traveling like a solo female traveler by myself. Everything is a little bit scary especially because I'd only done a couple of trips prior to that by myself. So you know in Thailand by myself in a brand new city that I've never been to so yeah I did feel quite alone for a little while but what i had done is worked really hard prior to moving there in regards to trying to meet up with people via Facebook so I joined a lot of groups I joined a lot of like digital nomad groups in Asia or digital nomad females in Chiang Mai or there was a basically like in Chiang Mai there was a lunch that I used to go to every Wednesday and it was at a cafe called freebird cafe and it was a really awesome place to meet up in a cool part of town and it was females only so it was a real like girl group of like cool girls doing very similar things to you from all over the world and they did amazing like I'm not vegan but they just it was a vegan cafe and they had incredible incredible vegan food and so it was just this real like sense of community when you went along and I would go to that every Wednesday it was a recurring event and it was just so nice to like sit down at a you know at a big table and order food and just like strike up conversations with the girls next to you and in front of you and that was a really important part of getting myself out there a little bit more while I was in Chiang Mai and it worked I mean you know I went hiking with one of the girls that I met at that table I went to a massage with one of those one of the girls I met at that table. So, like, there were girls that I met that, like, I sort of did things outside of work with as well, which is really, really nice. So, cool. Yeah. Oh, sounds like you made some really nice friends. Yeah, absolutely. And it was also, I mean, you know, you'd meet people, but then you'd, you'd sort of have to hang out with them as quickly as possible because there was that sense of, like, be friends with you and I want you to be, like, a gal pal, but I know you're leaving in a week and that's kind of sad and that's, it was quite difficult sometimes because they'd leave and you'd be like, oh, okay. I need to find more friends. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it's that, hard.
0: <laughs> I don't think that's a problem for you. I think you're quite an outgoing person and probably it's quite it's a privilege to be your friend, spend Aww, time with you. Sam. You're pretty cool. <laughs> that's so um, sweet. Anyway. Um <laughs> <laughs> uh, So what kind of stuff were you doing freelancing? What kind of content were you producing?
1: Mm. Uh, So I was doing a mix, really. What I was doing to start off, I was very lucky in the sense that I had been freelancing as kind of my side hustle prior to going cold turkey freelance. So pretty much from like mid-last, when was it? It was like... No, it was like mid 2018 is probably when I started really getting into freelance writing. And I was just doing that in the evenings and on the weekends and things like that for travel like travel companies. I would write content for their websites, I would write articles, all sorts of stuff. I'm trying to think back to all the things I've done. I've done a wide range of you know clients and like writing and things like that. But what I did was I was very lucky because the company that I was working for, I worked really hard to set up a retainer with them. So basically what I was doing was writing for them before I left. And then I said, hey, I really want to go and do this thing. Can I work remotely for you? Basically, they turned around and were kind of like, we don't think remoting, like remote working is going to work with this situation. But what we will offer you is a retainer. So basically, it's a completely different type of contract to what I was on. And so I was, it gave that second way of doing things worked in my favor and it was actually better than what I'd offered in the first place. So what I did was it gave me the freedom to earn a bulk set amount each month from that company and I essentially, they are one of my clients now rather than me just working for them. Basically it was my step into going freelance and I just worked really hard and proved myself to make sure, I mean I'd worked there for quite a long time they knew me, they knew what I was about and it was just really lovely that they were able to offer me that retainer because that's what enabled me to go overseas and still make sure that I was gonna earn. What was the most
0: difficult thing about giving up your job and going freelancing? Like, before you decided to sort of take that leap, Mm -hmm. did you have any fears or reservations or concerns? And if so, what were they? And how did you find a way
1: to overcome them? That is a good question. Because there were so many fears. Like so many fears <laughs> i get quite anxious anyway at the best of times just about random things that you get anxious about so for me like the idea of stepping out of my comfort zone some people like relish at that but like i just it was petrifying but it was a good petrifying it wasn't a oh my goodness this is gonna be bad something's bad something bad's gonna happen this was a i am Shit scared. Am I allowed to swear? Absolutely. (laughs) It just (laughs) came out so naturally. I am. (laughs) How you felt? (laughs) 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 I'm shit scared, but it's a good kind of shit scared, you know. So, um, so I just. Oh my gosh, I uh, it was. I was petrified of not earning enough money. I was scared of getting over there and. Little things like not finding a place to live and being homeless in a random country. Like, little things that you probably shouldn't worry about, but until you're there, you have no idea that it's not a really big deal that you shouldn't worry about too much. But, like, before I went full-time freelance, I was just, yeah, petrified that no one would give me a chance and that no one would hire me and that if if I did get work... Would I do a good enough job? Am I good enough? I had huge amounts of imposter syndrome while I was over there. Like, mm-hmm. I've never felt it before and I didn't even know that it was a proper thing until someone pointed it out and was like, Charlotte, I think I think you're suffering from imposter syndrome. Like, it sounds like that's what you're dealing with. And I did so much reading about it and I was like, holy shit, this is me in a nutshell. So like, that was a big thing. But yeah, just like earning enough money to make sure that this is going to stay afloat, and that I'm not going to look like a failure, and that I'm not going to fail myself. And I put huge amounts of pressure on myself. I think a lot of people do. I think a lot of people could probably relate to that. but. I put immense amounts of pressure on myself and often think that, you know, you you often have with new things like that, you often think, God, am I even good enough? And so all sorts of feelings, absolutely, but you just, I just push through them. And I think that hanging out and being connected with really, really supportive people is super important because if you are feeling like that, you cannot sit in your own thoughts for too long because... That's not going to do anyone any good. (laughs) I think, yeah, having a really good supportive group of people around. Lots of reading. Lots of TED Talks. TED Talks are great for when you're feeling down and, like, not sure about things or feeling really scared. Um, They're amazing. Feeling challenged. Yeah, exactly. TED Talks are great. Read lots of books. I'm, I'm a pretty, like, I'm quite a positive person to begin with. So, if I am feeling quite nervous or anxious or upset or, you know, if I'm feeling not quite right, I am... I can quite quickly pull myself out of it again. I do have that power. And I mean, we all have that power, but some of us just find it easier to pull ourselves out of that. But, oh my gosh, so many doubts and fears and oh my gosh, I'm going to suck at this, no one's going to hire me, I'm going to run out of money. Like, everything. Everything happened to me that you could think of. (laughs) So,
0: do you feel that those fears are perpetuated by things like social media? Like, you go on Instagram and you see these beautiful, skinny, thin, blonde ladies, Mm -hmm. like, giving up their job, going for their dreams, moving to Thailand or Vietnam or wherever, or, like, Bali or something, And they live in these beautiful little huts that are so Instagrammable, and they do things and they're like, oh my god, connecting with so-and-so, hashtag blessed. And do Mm. you feel like there's this big pressure to fulfill that side of things? Did you feel that pressure before you went to Thailand? No.
1: Awesome. No, I didn't, because do you know what? No, I don't feel pressure like that at all. And that's kind of funny, I guess, because I am a marketer and I work in social media. But, you know, those... Beautiful skinny white girls that you see on Instagram with probably not a, you know Hair out of place and living in beautiful bungalows like you just mentioned. They have their problems as well. Everyone has The shit that they're dealing with that's behind a screen. So it's their highlight reel isn't it? It's it, absolutely and you show the world what you want to show the world. You do not show the world You crying in the shower in the morning because you had a shit day. You do not show the world The coffee that you spilled all over your chest yesterday, because that happened to me. You don't show the world, you know, the milk that you spilled all over your kitchen floor. Like, you don't show Instagram that stuff. I mean, some Instagram accounts might, and I would find those very funny. So, if you find them, let me know. (laughs) But, like, do you know what I mean? Like, you put out there what you want the world to see. Like, if these beautifully curated images and stuff. Like, no, I don't feel pressure to travel and create that kind of thing. Do you feel that being a marketer and being a content creator kind of gives
0: you like a glimpse behind the curtain? Oh my god, absolutely. And so you kind of think, sort of people who aren't in that space probably, or that Maybe it's people not who real. Cons- yeah. it's not real. And people who consume the media without <clears throat> creating the content perhaps <clears throat> have a different view of that. Whereas if you're creating the content, you know how out of your way you have to go to get that perfect photo. Absolutely. Or to like boomerangs are really friggin' hard. I have a real issue with boomerangs. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, I can teach you how to use boomerangs. <laughs> I'll Please give you do. a lesson. <laughs> <laughs> Because I feel like I'm always, like, one step behind. I feel like such an old lady in a room full of, like, millennials. And I am a millennial, and I just don't identify with that at all. I love it. But, you know, like, I think probably being a creator of content, you do understand that, like, there's a little bit of smoke and mirrors and, you know, making everything beautiful. And just out of that shot will be, like... I don't know, like their best friend puking for
1: the night before. <laughs> How are you just thinking <laughs> about puke when I was also
0: thinking about puke? Isn't I'm like everyone thinking about puke? Everyone's all the time? thinking about puke
1: <laughs> Keeping this podcast
0: real, real. <laughs> Taking all of that into account, do you have any tips for people who would like to freelance? Specifically, maybe we could split it into two, so or maybe three. Mm-hmm. So firstly, tips for people who want to freelance here in New Zealand or just in their home countries. Sure. People who want to freelance abroad, mm-hmm. and then perhaps females who want to freelance either at home or abroad.
1: Oh, oh my goodness. Yes. I mean, I feel like even talking about this, like, I feel like I am not an expert freelancer. Do you know what I mean? So I can only give my opinion, and it's like a very, like, I haven't been doing this for forever opinion. So there's a million ways to do one thing. Mm-hmm. I think I okay, so, that. I'd, sorry. I think that this is the perfect
0: time to catch someone who's just started out because I think mm. quite a lot of the time you read these articles and they were, they're interviewing people who have been freelancing for, like, decades. Yeah. And they're like, yes, when you first start out, you need to do this, 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 and this. And you're like, yeah, but when you free- like started freelancing, it was the 90s. Yeah. Or, like, the early 2000s. Mm-hmm. And that does So much has changed. Yeah. That doesn't apply to our, our time today, exactly. you know? We've grown in the social media space. We've grown working remotely is so much
1: easier now yeah, anything you know, to do with technology or social media is out of date in like two weeks exactly so,
0: yeah and we <laughs> live in a global village in a very unique way nowadays because even if you don't speak the language you can move to that country there's google translate you know you can use rosetta stone if you wanted to be old school and learn a new language exactly like we Everything is so available to us Mm. all the time. We've
1: got so much choice. Yeah. Yeah. So what are your tips? Uh, Okay. So I think if you are wanting to, to start freelancing with the intention of doing it as a little side hustle or the intention of having it be your main source of income, I just think no matter what you're doing, you need to be writing for yourself first. If you don't already have a blog... Start a blog if you and I'm, I'm I'm talking about a freelance writer. Sorry There are so many different types of freelancing. You can oh, yeah. freelance f- for all sorts of shit these days So like I'm talking about a freelance writer's point of view, you know I made sure that I I mean I love writing so I've been blogging for years So that's a really good thing to have and you've got to be able to write for you without any money behind it Like you, if it's your passion, you will write. So I would say if you're not, if you don't already have a blog start a blog I would also say that if you wanted to be freelancing full-time and you're currently doing something else try and do try and pick up a small client in your spare time so like in the evenings or on your weekends and by that I mean like you need to probably potentially approach them you know see if there's anything missing from their website I don't know it, it could it's so broad there's so many different things you could do like I approached lots of really small companies but also big companies and just said like in a proposal email like hey like I think these ideas would be really great for your blog. I think you should totally do something with this. I can do that for you. Here is what I can offer. ready rahdi rah. Put myself out there so much. Um, LinkedIn has been invaluable for me for finding work and finding work remotely all over the world as well because it's just, it's so easy to connect with people and to, to get those connections going with LinkedIn. So I think LinkedIn's another really important one and it's also great, again, if you didn't wanna email, you can send people a message and just be like, hey, I would love to write for you sometime. If you have any overflow with your content creators and you need someone to write a couple of blog posts a week or something, I can do that for you. So, this is what I can do. Get in touch if you're interested. So, there's so many different ways that you can do it. I, I think those are some good ways to start absolutely. putting yourself out there. Yeah. yeah,
0: and I think LinkedIn is such an underutilized I really do. social platform. I,
1: I agree, Yeah, I really think it's... um. I think people need to get more into it. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, and you want your LinkedIn to be tight. Like, as a freelancer, you want it to be full of everything that you can possibly think of that's going to help you get that step ahead. Because there are so many people, like, blah blah is looking at your profile. And it's always like, oh my god, are they going to hire me? Like, I don't know, you, you kind of get a little bit like a, oh my gosh, this person's looking at my profile. Like... They need to fin- like finesse it and make sure that it like looks good and yeah I don't know.
0: <laughs> so you've been back for a few months now mm-hmm. and you have a full time job. I do. Do you want to talk about your job? Okay. Yeah. Cool.
1: Let's do that. <laughs> That's not one of the right questions, don't you? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh, I love my job. I have just started it and I am you know I'm in that stage of like. Whew, I'm loving what I'm doing, but my goodness, I'm exhausted. Every time I get home, every day, every day, every time I get home, every day I get home. Come on, Charlotte, <laughs> <laughs> um, <Tung> and <laughs> <laughs> tightened that up. But I am. I think it's just because you're absorbing so many new things. But I kind of I got home from my trip overseas, and I kind of craved a bit more of a routine. I'm very extroverted and I craved that team environment and that collaboration which can be hard to get as a remote freelancer. And just like leaving the house and like blending work and home together, it was just something I wasn't that good at balancing if I'm completely honest with myself. So I kind of decided I've tried this, it's not my jam full time. So I'm gonna strip it right back. Now that I know what I can do and what I love and what I don't love, I'm gonna strip it right back. I'm gonna freelance part-time on specific projects that I'm picky about, that I love, that I have capacity for, and I'm gonna find a full-time job. And so I found a full-time job with an awesome digital like social media agency in Auckland and I am loving it. You can say their
0: name if you want.
1: Socialites.
0: There you go. There we
1: go. Socialites. So I'm community management lead. So I am looking after the communities for some really awesome big clients and it's friggin awesome. I love it. I work in a group of really awesome like empowering ladies. I work for two amazing women who are just very strong and hardworking and very aspirational. So
0: so it's you great. work with a couple of our friends with uh, Megan Kerr and Kate
1: Taylor. I do. Yeah. That's yeah. what I mean. I work with so many awesome people. I feel like Kate has this, she has
0: this reserve of energy that I don't know where the hell she gets it from. I- but she's just like an energizer bunny all the time just like
1: go 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 and i she do just not is know infectious. where she gets that infectious energy from i love it i live for it i'm like give me some of that right yeah. now but like don't know where it comes from it's freaking awesome i know and like her and leon are like a power creative i couple. work with leon too yeah he's so cool he's awesome <laughs> i
0: think um i'd like to have leon on because i think you
1: should leon would have some yeah. great stuff
0: to talk about hells yeah i think my podcast in the first season is very
1: female dominated sure that's
0: okay and but i know i think it's a really I mean, positive
1: thing we are awesome we so are. why not have it female dominated
0: exactly but i think a lot of these ladies that i'm having on i actually met through blogging like cool. i met you through blogging. you did and um like blogging changed my life creating content and i don't have well i do have a blog at the moment but it's specific towards eas and it's something that i don't dedicate enough time to because Mm -hmm. i don't have enough time to create that kind of content sure um i say that i've just taken on this podcast as a creative project (laughs) so we'll
1: see how that projects all
0: the time all the time (laughs) um and also like eaing is pretty time intensive depending on your executive Mm -hmm. like Some executives expect you to pick up the phone no matter what time they call you. Um, I'm quite lucky. I do not have that. But you also have to safeguard your mental and emotional Mm well-being when it comes to work. And that's where like creating content and things like that, doing something that's purely... Well, it's for a client, but you do it because, like you said, you love it. Yeah. And you want to create that content,
1: and you're excited about it, that. Yeah, it sparks your passion, and it's something that yeah. you're doing for someone else, but it's for you as well, because you've created that. Exactly. Like, that's come from you. Yeah.
0: yeah. And it's kind of like, especially as we are millennials, and like, we're having babies later and later, or if at all, mm. um, you know, we're putting our attention and our love and our care... We put all this love and attention and energy into our projects you know i read an article the other day that said millennials are buying more and more indoor plants and i know i'm guilty of that but they use that as a pseudo child because with buying houses being expensive and you know wanting careers that are you know having all these aspirations Mm. people are tending to put families on the back burner yes
1: well we love plants I yes. <laughs> I also love plants, but you are exceptionally guilty of loving plants. I am. I'd just like everyone to know that's listening that uh, before I got to before I got here and sat down and we we're actually, like, you know, recording the podcast, Sam walked me round her home and she was like, would you like to have a tour of my house? And I was like, okay. Was Thought I was actually getting a plant. tour of the house and she gave me a tour of all her plants instead. And I was like, when are we gonna get to the house? But anyway, okay. This... Species is called a snake plant. <laughs> this is a... What did you call it? A, a bubble fern or something. Oh, yeah. and no, a
0: button fern. A button fern, guys. <laughs>
1: There's a button fern that exists.
0: Oh, my God. You just shamed my plant buying. <laughs> I'm totally going to edit that out. And no, just be like, no, It's <laughs> perfect. I love it. So, I have Hit a couple me. of questions that sort of came up a little <clears throat> bit more organically. Sure. Um, so... The first one is about your blog, Miss Charlotte Cake. Yeah. Now, you mentioned before we started recording that you have come up with a um, content calendar for 2020. Uh-huh. When this podcast is released, it will be 2020. It, it will, be, will. It will. We'll be oh in a good decade.
1: I know. I feel like we're preparing something beautiful for the
0: future right now. Yes. 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 Something that our children will listen to because yeah. once it goes online, it never, ever, ever disappears I and know. Dies. It's
1: there forever. Yeah. Yes, my blog. Ooh, okay, that's a good topic because my blog, hmm, funnily enough, I've been doing a lot of writing, not for my blog. <laughs> it's It's been a bit of a tumbleweed this past year, uh, and that's just purely because I've been doing lots of writing for other people. And so that takes priority, that's mm. like front and center. And so the time that I'm not in front of my computer prepping work for clients, well, I'm not in front of my computer doing anything. I'm time away from tech, you know, all of that sort of stuff. So yeah, so what I've been doing recently is I've been starting my new job and I've sort of said no to a couple of clients and I've really tried to sort of free up some of my own time so that I can invest back into my own content. So I've been planning my 2020 content calendar. I have heaps of ideas. I have heaps of really fun things that I wanna do, people I wanna interview. I wanna get way more into video content. Partly because I just love, I mean, obviously video is everything, but I don't know. I just, I like, I think I'm fine on in front of the camera. Do you know what I mean? Like, I don't think I'm like a camera wizard or anything, but I just, I'm pretty. <laughs> Thank you. But I just feel like I'm in, I'm such a goofball in real life. Like, what you get on a camera when you see me, there's no difference. Like, I'm just that person in real life as I am on camera. And so I kind of think people find that quite relatable and the feedback I've had is that like, oh Charlotte you seem so fun and oh I just I want to be friends with you and I'm like oh cool because the person you saw on camera is me. Like I'm not being fake or anything. And so I just want to play on that a bit more and I want to talk about interesting topics and like my one of my friends Christoph and I recently did a video about Tinder and Bumble dating and that went really really well. I got some great feedback from that Um, I saw that that is a follow-up to
0: the video you did about a year and a half or two years ago about
1: a year and a half ago Yeah, we did another video last. Oh, sorry last year It wasn't it was 2018 and it was it was yeah it was about both being single and being in deep into the dating world and then we were like let's do a progress video when we've got either more dates up our sleeve or we are in relationships like let's see what happens and then we finally got around to it and It's just very funny how it's all worked out And so we thought we'd do a video and yeah, that's on my Facebook page so you can find that if you're interested Yeah, I got some good messages and it's just very interesting like the whole objective of that video was to paint online dating and like tinder and like dating apps and things in a different light because i feel like you just only hear about the bad dates and the media is always like making it sound like a horrible place to be like dating and single and oh you you know it sucks to be you you're single and dating oh poor you um whereas tinder and bumble are real fun and i had a blast (laughs) literally (laughs) Say, like, hey, like, yes, we went on some really funny dates, and yes, we both found friggin' awesome people, and now we're in relationships with them, and we love them, and they're friggin' awesome. So that's cool. Yeah, so that was fun. So I just want to do more content like that. Just very real, easy to relate to stuff.
0: Nice. Yeah.
1: <laughs> well, <laughs> that quite nicely leads
0: into my next question, mm-hmm. Um, which is around. I know what you're gonna ask. What are you gonna ask? Well, if you know, why do you ask me? What I I'm don't gonna ask? know. I think I know what I'm gonna <laughs> I think I can see the look in your eyes. Is this like when you go to, like, a psychic or something and you're like, I know what you're going to say. You're going to say I'm going to meet a tall, dark, handsome stranger. Yeah,
1: it's exactly (laughs) like that.
0: (laughs) No, I was actually, I was going to ask about your favourite podcast because my favourite podcast, and I'll go first. Oh, okay. I'll give you my top two favourite podcasts at the moment. Yes, please. And then you can give me your top two. So, my number one that I've been listening to a lot. uh-huh This is not in any particular order. Like I don't love one more than the other, but no, that's a lie. I do. <laughs> I, I love the second one more than I love the first one. But the first one yeah. deals with dating. Okay, great. Oh, I'm so intrigued. Yeah, I wonder if it's the same one for both of us. Oh, okay. Let's. Well, it, I'll tell you about mine first, and okay. you can tell me if you've if you've ever heard it. Yeah. Okay. So I assume that you have watched Nailed It.
1: Yes, Nicole Byers. Why yes. won't you date me? Yes. It's my favorite. <laughs> Nicole Byer is so funny. She is just the funniest person on the planet. I know. Why Won't You Date Me is so good. I love, okay, this is just so uncanny. I love this. But I know that you've got a very similar sense of humor to me. So I I see why you love her too. (laughs) Oh, she's such a great, like, Just comedian in general, but um, I just love the insights that she gives, Mm. um, and I love her dirty-ass sense of humour, because I'm like, yes, she's speaking
0: my language. She's just like this cross-section of amazing things, like she's a curvaceous black woman. She's
1: so beautiful. She's stunning. She's like, (gasps) I just, I want to be her
0: so bad. I don't want to be her. I want to go on holiday with her and get drunk. Like, I just feel like she's this magical unicorn, and I don't know if you've been seeing her Instagram content that she's been releasing recently. Yeah. She has been going to pole dancing classes. Oh, stop. And... She's, like, she'll post videos of her with the shoes and without the shoes and, like, just real realistic looks at what it's like. Yeah. And I just love the fact that she embraces her sexuality so entirely. Yeah. And then my second favourite podcast is Stuff You Missed in History Class.
1: Ah, you've recommended about this. that.
0: Yes, I tell everyone because I love it. Mm. So it's part of the Stuff Network. Yeah. And it's run by these two amazing ladies. Mm-hmm. And as far as I'm aware, all the previous hosts have also been female. Sure. And it's currently Holly Fry and Tracy Wilson. Okay. Tracy V. Wilson, she introduces herself as. They're just like these badass ladies that know so much about history. Mm -hmm. And they're like proper history nerds and they've become these fucking superstars. And I just love everything about them. Like, they pick topics that are a little bit off kilter that, like, you probably haven't heard about before. Yeah. Or if you have heard about it, like, they tell you the bits that you haven't heard or you didn't know in detail. Like, they'll take big events like the Hindenburg disaster. Ooh. And they tell you the bits that you wouldn't hear in a history class. I because love that. It's great, right? Yeah. They'll tell you some facts that you didn't know. It educates you. I'm really into podcasts that educate you. Yes,
1: that you leave or you know, walk away from wherever going. You know, I actually learnt some new stuff today. Exactly,
0: because I think we as a society globally are mm. just producing so much content. Yeah, you have to be really picky about what you consume. Mm. You could go out and consume this huge amount of content and come away with nothing of value. Mm. So picking something that has value that you're interested in that like lights your fire, like just inspires you. I think that's really important. If I had to go back to university and pick a different degree, so I did a law degree, Mm -hmm. if I could pick anything else, it would probably be history.
1: Interesting. So now I want you to tell me your top two podcasts. Ooh, okay. You can Can choose... Can I say two different ones? Because, I mean, for one, like, one of my top podcasts is Why Won't You Date Me by Nicole Byer, and I feel like we've already deep-dived that one. My two favourite podcasts at the moment, Probably Or just constant faves Are Cause I'm a true crime fan Like I just I don't know Like a bit of a true crime junkie Yeah we both um, love the gore Yeah I just I yeah. love creepy stuff Like I love creepy shit This is so, legit why I did a law degree mm, mm. Yeah I just like blood spatters and stuff yeah you know i just like learning about that sort of thing um and i've just had this weird fascination with crime scene photos i know Mm. it's a really awkward weird thing to talk about but i just i like seeing crime scene photos i like trying to it's a thing for me i like looking at them and being like how did this happen Mm. where did they strike why is that blood spatter look like that Mm. i don't know i get into this very strange like detective charlotte mode Speaking about true crime, my favourite true crime podcast is My Favourite Murder, which is Karen Kilgareth and Georgia Hardstark, and they are both from the States, I think they both live in Los Angeles, and they travel all over, and they do My Favourite Murder shows all over the world, they've been to New Zealand, I missed them because I wasn't in the country when they were here, so that's super frustrating, but they are just the funniest women you have ever heard. And like, it's impressive making crime funny. They are so good at it. It's Mm. just, you feel like the way I describe my favourite murder is if, imagine that you are sitting at a really cute dining room table, a round dining room table with intricate china teacups, filled with tea, and delicious scones, and you're in a cute, pretty floral dress, and you've got flowers, and everything smells and looks delicious, and you're talking about blood and guts with girlfriends. That's what it feels like when you're listening to my favourite murder. So I love that podcast and they talk about, they deep dive murder cases, unsolved murder cases or recent murder cases that are currently in the news right now that are big. So it's really current, but it's also like historical and they'll talk about like obviously back in the day, there's so many episodes out now, but like Black Dahlia and Jean-Benet Ramsey and like they'll deep dive all that sort of stuff, Um, serial killers, things like that. So it's really, really fun. I love it. Um, Isn't it
0: amazing how as women, we have become obsessed with true crime, and yet most crimes
1: are perpetuated against women. I know! Mm. And, like, at the end of My Favourite Murder, and, like, on some episodes, they'll give you, like, tips, like, they have these funny sayings like "Stay out of the forest" is one of their sayings, and that's so true. Good Stay out advice. of the fucking forest! Don't, what happens in movies when you go into forests? You die. You die. Yeah. You know, one of my favorite sayings that they say at the end of every episode is "Stay sexy and don't get murdered." Like oh that's one of my favorite God. things in the whole world. I couldn't, like, I couldn't relate more to that. I think my second favorite podcast that I'm really into at the moment is called Ologies, and that's the <gasps> Was one Ali Ward? that yeah, that's the oh. one you got me on to. Yes. You mentioned it a while back and I am just obsessed. Yes. Um, of course, naturally, I am, was very into the Thanatology mm-hmm. um, episode, which is the, you know, passion for death and dying. Yes. Um, so for those who don't know,
0: Ologies with Ali Ward is a podcast about ologies, so she goes into the study of lots of different things. Yeah. For example, there's Zymology, which is the one that I recently listened to, which is the fermentation process around beer and she goes and interviews all these people that are into ologies and you know understands more about them
1: so you love ologies which i'm so pleased with ologies is awesome the only other thing that i would probably say is i do quite like my boyfriend's podcast i was wondering when we were going to get into this um and i think that's more of like a shameless plug rather than me (laughs) like i'm i'm Like, I I love it. I think it's really cool. I think what they talk about is super interesting, but that's just because I'm a little bit of a nerd myself. But my partner, Logan, has a podcast with his best friend, um, and it's called Wired Shut, and you can find it, like, on Spotify. It's all over the place. We'll link Um, to it. Yeah, and it's, like, about all sorts of stuff, from, like, music, to games, to movies, to TV shows. Sometimes there's the odd... Bit of political crap in there that gets tossed around jokingly, like it's good, it's great, it's so fun, and yeah, and I've actually been on a podcast of a podcast episode of this. I'm as not well. your first, so, no. Unfortunately, oh <laughs> <laughs> this is, I think. The third podcast I've been on. Wow. <laughs> yeah. So you're a podcast aficionado. I've been on, a, yeah, like three different podcasts now, which I'd only just kind of realised, which is interesting. I love them. I love podcasts, though. They're a big part of my life, like, listening to them. So it's fun to to get involved with other people doing their thing. I love it. Hmm. My website is michalacake.com, so you can find all sorts of stuff on there from – it's like a vintage – um, infused lifestyle blog is kind of how I would describe it so there's all sorts of stuff on there from fashion travel, recipes, beauty events, all sorts of stuff amazing, Yeah.
0: well Charlotte thank you so much for being on my podcast, you're welcome Season it's been so one. fun <laughs> <laughs> and maybe in a couple seasons we'll have you back, yes please a big thank you to Charlotte for chatting with me, show notes will be available through a link in the description but if you heard anything in this episode that you want to know more about and can't seem to find head over to our website to get in touch. If you enjoyed listening to Charlotte and I chat, then make sure you head over to her social media as she'll be launching her very own podcast this year called With Relish, featuring her best friend, Jamie. The ladies will be talking about retro foods and the history behind them. If you liked this episode, make sure you follow us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. And don't forget to head over to our Facebook page to stay up to date with all the latest information. Thanks for listening.